again, if you need a, a Bible or uh, we have some in the back for you, uh, Mark is here to assist if anyone needs one. Again, Genesis chapter 50, and hopefully um, next week we'll finish chapter 50. Next week, Lord is willing. Uh, today we're going to try to um, probably stop right there, I think around about 21 um, here today. So uh, let me read um, Genesis um, chapter 50, starting at verse 1. Then Joseph fell on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his brother, I mean his father. So the physicians, the physicians, the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were required for it. But that is how many are required for embalming. And the Egyptians wept for him seventy days. And when the days of weeping for him were past, Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found favor in your eyes, please speak in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, When they came to the, oh, well, saying, skip down to verse 10. When they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Jordan, they lamented there with a very great and grievous lamentation, and he made a mourning for his father seven days. When the inhabitants of the land and the Canaanites saw the morning of the, on the first threshing floor of a tide, they said, this is the grievous morning by the Egyptians. Let me pray for us. Let me stop, let me stop there and pray. And um, you guys can see right here that Joseph's father, Jacob, has passed. And um, let's, let's seek the Lord and um, we'll walk through this and see the beauty of God's word in the midst of um, Jacob losing his father. I mean, Joseph losing his father. Let me pray for us. Father God from heaven, Lord, we thank you, Lord, again, for allowing us to be back here today. Lord, we ask you to bless the preaching of the word. Lord, let me preach your word faithfully. Let me listen, Lord, to preach your word, Lord, that the people, Lord, can respond well. I think, Lord, many can return from sins, Lord, and put their faith into you. So, Lord, we ask you, Lord, to help us at this time. In Christ, let me pray. Amen. Um, I remember not too long ago, um, during the track season, um, one of the things about kids, they never forget what the parents tell them, right? Especially the things that benefit them. So, if you tell your child you're going to do S, Y, and Z, and um, if you're going to do S, Y, and Z, a child's going to ask you to do S, Y, and Z. So, one of the things about after a trap meet is the kids, uh, well, before doing the trap meet, the kids always want ice cream before they run. They have these different booths set up for ice cream, and, and for me, I always tell them that, hey, it's too hot out here for ice cream to run right now. Once you finish your race, you can get ice cream. So I always tell them though is that they have to wait until they finish running. So one particular Saturday, 
that finished their races. The first thing they said when they came out and finished their races, Miss Sean, is, hey, Dad, can I get some ice cream? And we went over to the ice cream booth, and so happily it was all sold. It was all gone. Do the kids want to hear that? That all the ice cream is gone? No. They didn't want to hear that. And the first thing they came and said, Dad, you said you're going to give us ice cream. Where's my ice cream? So for me at that moment, for me, I didn't keep my word. So a lot of them left with grumpy faces, wanting ice cream at that particular moment. But not only just, just in certain rap lyrics and certain songs, or you might even hear it in the penitentiary when some of you guys are locked up. You might have heard it said, snitches get stitches. stitches. You got to keep lower and be real, right? You don't share what we talked about or what we've done. Like, you don't tell these certain things. You stay true to this. You have agreed to this, even in games today. Uh, Trey J, is it Corno, Rondo, Crip? What's one of y'all? What's one of y'all? It's the, the Corno, Rondo. So, with that being said, is that um, a lot of them are loyal to those certain things. And if you go against that, you can get killed or something can happen. So over and over in our society, somebody is very disgusted when somebody doesn't keep their word. What about a job, right? Your employer said they're going to give you this raise at a certain amount at a certain time of the year if you actually accomplish these certain goals. What happened when you accomplish those goals and the boss said, well, Oh, we got to look things over. I don't think we're going to be able to give you that raise. How do you feel in that moment? You get worked up, don't you? Yes. And one of the reasons is that something about in us, we get uncomfortable when people around us doesn't keep their work. Family. I think our today's text is going to help us do this and going to think about this. That, that keeping our word, it comes from someone that has created us. Our God is a perfect God. God has always kept his word. If God has said he's going to do something, he's going to do it. And we are to mirror God as image bearers of God. We are to mirror him. And it's so much blessing that comes from those who keep God's word. So today's text, if I can start this, I would say God keeps his word, so should we. Amen. Again, God keeps his word, so should we. Can somebody assist? The first point is going to be Joseph and his brothers kept their word by bearing their father. In verses 1 through 14. Last we will learn about the death of Jacob. Now we see in verses 1 through 14, the sons honoring their father wishes to bury the father in Israel. Joseph gave a 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 gave the embalmers were classified by themselves. And embalming is, is taking a body and that's, 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 that
Yes, yes, yes.